My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. There we are with the top five. We have in fifth place, um, Joe and Tony Walker on the Walker team, 95 dials, 16 contacts, eight appointments, eight sits, eight apps, six referrals. All eight were life apps for $6,012. Give them a hand. Yo, what up? <laughs> What's happening, Joe? Hey, man. Uh, Hey everybody, what's up, Fist Group Nation? Um, I'm, I'm Joe Walker, I was hired by Dan Gillingham. Been here for about 12, 13 years now. Um, I'm heading over the mountain pass right now, so um, it's a little snowy out here. But I was able to go out and write some business this week, so that was good. I was not expecting to be in the top five. Uh, so if I if I lose you on the reception, then just know that I love y'all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I was just able to write business. Uh, I, I was telling Vince the other day, I kind of slaved my wife out on uh, Sunday night. I had a client that was up, you know, was did not live where they said that they said they where the paper said they lived. So uh, I, I took my wife you know, on one of the appointments, and it was great because. She's awesome, and everybody loves her. But I don't know, man. It was just one of those things, so to speak, where I, I had, you know, I didn't have a really high appointment count, um, but I sat all of them, and I went up. I mean, I was a hundred percent close ratio, like eight per eight. So I've had, I've had just the opposite though, <laughs> where it's been, it's been zero for eight. Uh, but you know, I, I was just trying to go out and help families this week. Uh, I, I drove over the mountain. I drove through a lot of snow. Uh, you know, the weather was horrible like it is today. And uh, if you ever had a living, you know, like Michelle Allman have to change locations where she's working because of the hurricane. You heard Adam have to change locations because of the snow. And their snow's worse than ours. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to go back to the dead these cats, dude. Nobody catches a whole lot of crab on the dock. So sometimes you just got to drive below where crab's at. And uh, ours is about two, three hours away. So I'm heading to Spokane today. It's about a five-hour drive. i the hot spot out there. Uh, make some dials with the team. And then go run some business tomorrow. But, you know, I'm and I only want to drive 30 minutes away from my house. Um, this might not be for you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's out there, man. Um, so I'm going to go through some more of it. And hopefully I can get a leaderboard again this next week. So it's been a while since I've been on here. I, didn't, I really didn't expect that to be on for 6,000, especially with all the numbers that have been going up lately. So congratulations to everybody out there, Frank. And uh, big ups to all you guys who are working really hard. Dials and work. Uh, it's really cool to see Nathan Cook. I'll just give him a shout out, man. The guy has been 
been pushing through, man. He keeps seeing him posting and uh, just really good evidence of hard work. And it's just paid numbers are showing it. And he's just continuing to grow, man. So it's kind of good to see that. You know, we're seeing a lot of that all around with so many people working really hard and they're starting to see results. So uh, big ups to you guys. So that's really all I got. Well done. Well done. Thank you, Joe. Just, just some feedback on your audio, Joe, is we were all leaning in to listen to listen in to your audio. It wasn't coming across real loud, but um, I, I got the gist of it. And I, you know, he mentioned, he mentioned that he, I don't know if you caught this, he mentioned that he took his wife, Tawny, on an appointment uh, on Sunday night, and she didn't want to go. He said, I was talking to him yesterday, and she's all like in her, in her, her pink fluffy robe or whatever. She's got a book sitting next to the fireplace, and he wants to take her on an appointment. She's like, ah, here's why. Because on the phone, he's talking to this, this, uh, this client, and the client said, you'll know it's my house because we have an American flag and a Norwegian flag flying in the front yard. Well, Tawny's Norwegian. And so Joe's like, I got to take my, my Norwegian, you know, babe with me and, and make some connection. And the point there is relationship, like making connections where you can. And that's a huge point. And he, he kind of mentioned it in passing, but I want you guys to know, like, that's a big deal. In, in making sales. If people like you, they'll listen to you. If they trust you, they'll buy from you. Who do we trust? People who are like us. We trust people who are like us. So Joe's strolling up there. He's, he's going to make a connection. People like Joe, they trust him. He's making sales, but he ain't Norwegian. He's got a better connection with them because he brought her along. Does that make sense? And he was telling me the story yesterday. Like he gets out of the car and they're like, Hey, you know, and then they see her and like, Hey, like it was a much, it was a much stronger reaction because she looks Norwegian. And if you're Norwegian, you see Tawny, you go, she's Norwegian, right? Like you, like it's, it's not, it, the features are there, right? And that's, that's a big point. Uh, you don't have to, what Joe used there was he doesn't have Norwegian in common with them, but, but he brought along what he, the, the Norwegian that did have something in common. Like I, if I'm talking to somebody and I'm, I'm hiring them and I'm interviewing them, they tell me about their military service. I don't have a background in military service, but I do have a background of a military family. And I'll tell them about my dad that was in the Navy or my brother that was an airborne ranger. And, and I'll connect that way, building relationship, making connection. Does that make sense? Don't underestimate how powerful making a connection is. When you're doing the in-home presentation and you're covering the about me section, it's not about you. It's about them. Those bullet points are really just icebreakers to, hope to hopefully bridge some contact, some connection with them and build that relationship so that you're earning their trust. And by doing so, you're earning their business. Does that make sense, everybody? Okay. Give Joe another hand. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Joe driving across the pass in, uh, in, in Washington, state of Washington there. All right. Number four. Number four, Jeff Adcock on the Adcock team. Jeff made 45 dials. He booked nine appointments, sat on four, wrote, uh, excuse me, booked four appointments, sat on three, wrote two apps, uh, got 16 referrals. Both apps were life apps for $7,343 in premium. Give Jeff a hand, everybody. Good morning, Fitz Group. Morning, uh, Jeff. Jeff Adcock here in League City, Texas, part of the Houston metropolitan area. Um, you know, work with my beautiful wife, Katura Adcock. Um, <clears throat> last week was, a. Uh, first of all, I'm totally grateful to be part of the, of the Fitz group and the Ottoman group and, and the Alliance. Um, 
I love working with you guys. I look forward to these meetings. Um, it's like Marty said when he was down here, uh, I guess last week is, you know, I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather just go to hotspot meetings and, and hang out with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> when some of these trips, you know, come on these trips with us and shoot, just go to these, go to these conventions and you'll see you've got a friends and a family all across the United States. And, you know, any of us could go travel to each other's cities and I'm sure we have a place to stay. Um, and we can't wait to see each other. Um, you know, this past week was a, a busy one for my family. My daughter had uh, a lamb in the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, and her and my wife spent 18 hours a day, four days last week, down there. And, and she did well. She, she was able to make the auction, um, which is kind of a big deal. So I didn't run that much business, but I tell you, I had a, a fun one. Um, you know, the reason everybody who's in the top of this list goes to all of the conventions and trainings and we're always on sales call and builders call is because you never know when you're going to hear something for the 50th or 100th time where it finally sinks in. And I mean, a few weeks ago, I don't know, months, something like that. I heard Andy say something on, on one of his calls about referrals that, you know, it, it wasn't an option. It's, it's a necessity. Hmm. And I've been thinking a lot about profitability. You know, the longer you do this, the more you're trying to tweak things, you know, we all want, we want to help families, but we do want to make money and you don't have to pay for a referral. So I've been trying to focus a little bit more on referrals and, uh, one of my appointments that it started for the week that I'm counting here, you know, I ended up sitting with uh, a lady at her job, which was kind of at a, 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 not a senior's home, but it's a place where some locals in the, the third ward, in, which is an old neighborhood in downtown Houston area, um, where the seniors get together, they have a meal and they also have hobbies and things that they do. Well, I met with her, and her daughter was gonna gonna pay for her uh, her policy. Well, I also met a whole bunch of other seniors while I was there, as well as the folks who ran the home, and you know talked with them, handed out some cards. I had to go see the daughter because she was going to be the owner of the policy, and she was uh, across town. So I met with her. Ended up getting. Um, referrals to where not only did I write my, my appointment, but I'm in the process of writing up, you know, the mother and let's see, two granddaughters um, from the mother. And then when I came back to get a signature um, back to the place where I had my original appointment, uh, actually, I talked to you, Fitz, right when I walked out of that appointment. We had a one-on-one. -on -one. I had sat down, you know, after I finished with my client, <clears throat> one of the ladies I'd, I'd spoke with on my first visit, I sat down with her, ended up writing her a policy and two of her grandkids. And, you know, what I started doing on every appointment is, and I think I got this from a uh, I can't remember who it was, um, Brent Swindell, I think, talking about, you know, asking about 
I mean, what's more important to, to people that have grandkids than their grandkids? Nothing. <laughs> so I ask if they have kids, you know, and they how old are they? Got grandkids yet? And, you know, no one ever questions me on it, but if they do, I'm going to say, look, we have companies that have benefits that flow all the way down through great grandkids, um, which is foresters. So I drew out like a family tree with this client. I mean, I got down to her kids, her grandkids and great grandkids. And, you know, so I've written now one, two, three, four, five policies from this initial lead. And I had an appointment to go see one of the, I guess she would be the, the daughter of the second client that I got. And this daughter is in her 40s. She's, a, she's about 50, I think. She's, she's a grandmother and she's taking care of a bunch of grandbabies. I mean, the tree that I've grown, if this was my business, I'd be making a ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, probably two thirds of the people that are on that list and you ask their names and their ages. And they love to tell you that. And that is the way to connect with people. Probably two thirds of them need insurance. And so I, I ran business on Sunday because I was out so much last week. Um, and hers was the only one that I didn't really get to. Uh, I ran out of time. But I'm probably going to pick up another three to five policies, um, if not just from her, but moving down to the next generation. You know, the lady I'm going to go get, and, and, and I know I'm going to be able to help her out because you know the her mother who was my second appointment she showed me her policy and when she told me she got it through the mail because i always ask people hey when you got that did you sit down with somebody like me face to face nope well you know what i can almost guarantee you that it's got a two-year wait it's not going to cover anything but an accident for the first two years and so she went and got it she had it with her sure enough and then I did a little seminar to all the seniors sitting around. I could see a lot of eyes open wide. So that's how most people buy this stuff. They buy it through the mail. They don't know any better because unless someone told you, you how would you know? Hmm. And they don't look at their policies when they get them. So they don't know that it has a two-year wait. And even if they did open it, they'd have to go in there and know what they're looking at. So my point is, is, you know, asking about, kids, grandkids, names, ages, um, you're building, you know, in your initial sit down with folks, you're building a, a referral tree that you can get so much extra business out of. And, you know, Michelle Allman told me in my first month in the job that I was going to run into this and I have over and over and over. And it's really some of my best appointments. So that's my, that's my two bits for today, Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that Jeff was sort of describing there, I was told years ago about the three foot rule, right? So you're, you're talking to everybody within three feet of you, or you're at least talking loud enough so that people within three feet can hear you. Um, and that's, uh, does that, does that make sense? You're either talking to everybody or talking loud enough where they can still hear you anyway. Uh, that's what Jeff did, you know, sitting there with seniors and all of a sudden they're going, Hey, I, I'm, you, their ears are perking up of, Oh, that this, what, Hey, what about my grandkids? And just like that, because he's doing what he's doing and he's building that relationship. Like we talked about with Joe um, and he's talking loud enough that everybody's overhearing. It's more and more sales coming from that. And it's interesting to kind of draw that flow chart out of where the, the organizational chart of this one lead and all the business that it led to. 
Uh, I'd love to see that, Jeff. Congratulations. Give my hand again, everybody. Next up, third place, Marty Doge on the Doge team, 55 dials, 13 contacts, 10 appointments, 8 sits, 8 apps, 17 referrals. All eight were life apps for $8,837. Come ahead, Marty Doge. Um, yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. I love it. I look forward to them nowadays. Uh, Marty Doge, uh, my wife, Diane, and I are direct to fits. We've been here. Uh, in May will be nine years, so it's exciting to uh, have a job that I was able to stick with for a little bit. So uh, um, this week, you know, I just was having fun. I went down to Houston last week, and I was hanging out with everybody down there and got to spend some quality time with Mike and Michelle when I would normally make my dials. So woke up Wednesday, came home, had a doctor's appointment with my daughter. She's fine. Um, but didn't make the, the normal amount of dials that I make. And so my appointment count for me is low, but I did drive-bys, you know, met with some people. And I guess my tip, because I would, is that thunder? Wow. wow. <laughs> um, cause I really want to hear Adam and, and Michelle cause they broke the five figure mark. But I met with some clients that on the phone were livid, Carlton. They didn't want anybody coming over. They had policies that they bought 30 years ago that they found out were a bad form of a, a UL and they even dumped four or five grand into it and it's gone. And their, their policy went from $40 a month to $300 a month and they're 80 and 85. They're like, we just can't do it. Mm. And so I was like, let me come find out what happened. And she ended up setting an appointment with me, went over there and on the phone, she goes, I can't afford to do this, 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 and this. And I, and I left with $300 worth of premium. They just needed someone to come talk to them, but it was $300 a piece. And they were like, we, I, you know, we're not spending $600. Um, but you just never know on the phone when you're setting your appointments, what it's going to turn into on the phone, because people will put up their wall, their defenses and let you know the world is a bad place. And then you get over there and they really just wanted someone to sit down with them and explain, I called the insurance company in front of them. They, it's one that we work with, but we don't offer that product with that company. Just saying, <laughs> trademark, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and they saw me put up a fight with, for them with the insurance company because I was trying to get them to explain to me how their policy went from 38 or $40 a month to over $300. I was like, it, it went up 10X. And they were like, well, it's this, this, this. And I was like, no, they were overfunding it when they bought it to avoid yada, yada, yada. But them seeing me put up the fight with the insurance company built trust with them. And I was like, I'm sorry, you know, this is a bad situation. How can I help? Mm. And they were like, well, we got to have this, this and this, but so don't always listen or buy into what people are telling you on the phone. I guess it's my tip to bring it all back around. But I want to say thank you to you and Heather. I love Tuesday mornings. If it wasn't for the Tuesday morning meeting, Grace, I wouldn't still be here coming to meet everybody and listening to a Adam Johnson, a Joe Walker, Jeff Atcock, and Michelle is the little nuggets that I picked up that's helping me get more consistent to standing up here. So thank you guys for doing what you do. And I'm look forward to seeing some new names up here. Carlton. <laughs> now I hear that story and I wonder what happened to the other agent. How many, how many agents miss business because they're just not staying in touch with their clients? Yeah. Right. This, this family livid, he said. They were livid, and they just wanted somebody to talk to. 
I want to walk you through a scenario. Let's say you go out and make a sale. Oh, somebody comes to your house and sells you something. You give them a check. You give them your social security number. You give them the authority and the information to draft their bank account, your bank account for the next 360 months, the next 30 years. And then they don't hear, you don't hear from them again. Somebody comes and sells you something. You give them all that stuff and you don't hear from them again. Don't you start to feel a little nervous? Did I get taken? You ever, you ever, uh, somebody knock on your door, try to sell you those magazines. Uh, they had this sob story of I'm from somewhere and we're trying to sell magazines twice. I've bought magazines and now I'm just like, dude, let me give you $20. I'm not buying the magazines. You guys never send them to me. I just, but, but I, I like what you, I like the work you're doing. Let me just give you 20 bucks. I, I always wonder afterwards, I just gave that guy my money for these magazine subscriptions. And I, when am I going to see the magazines? And I never see them. And that's something small. Like they're not going to continue drafting for the next 30 years. Stay in touch with your clients. This other agent just lost out on this sale because they weren't available. Good job, Marty. Good, great example. Good All right, number two, Adam Johnson on the Johnson team. <laughs> I'm going to ask him if that's a typo. Uh, 435 dials. Uh, I know it's not, but I'm going to ask him anyway. Uh, 44 contacts, 24 appointments, 20 sits, 13 apps, 15 referrals. All 13 were live apps for $11,867.46. Give him a hand. You may need to hire somebody, man. Your fingers got to be worn out from dialing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to dial that much. Um, <laughs> Uh, thanks for having me on the show, Adam Johnson. I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota. I got my buddy Will DeSanto here with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was um, it was a fun week, Fitz. Um, kind of coming off last week, just to kind of put some backstory on it. Um, last week, uh, I had 13 sits and only four apps, mm. and uh, and that was rough. I had 14 I had 14 appointments, 13 sits, four apps, and I was telling Will about it. And it was just weird stuff. Like one guy needed his son there before he could buy. And one guy, um, you know, there's just a story after story after story of why people weren't buying. And I, I kind of just shared it with Will. Like, yeah, it's one of those seasons, you know. And he said, I guarantee someone's going to call you back and you're going to get business. And it was like he spoke it. And it was like one, one of those clients called back. and It was the son that needed to be there and he wanted to buy it. And I went out and wrote the business. So <laughs> Um, that was last week. Just hang in there, push through those numbers. The live large numbers pays out over time. You just have to get in more. Um, so maybe I had 13 out of, you know, 13 sits that didn't go the way I wanted to, but I crammed it in one week. So the next week was good. Um, so this week was the total opposite. Um, I did put in the dial fits, but you know, I don't put in more than 75 at a time and take a break. Um, I think I've kind of shared that before. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not dialing for 10 hours straight. I get cranky after about an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> so I have my set dial times and that's it. And, I, and um, out of the premium I wrote, 6,100 was off leads and the rest was referrals and current clients. Wow. And some of the referrals came from current clients that maybe didn't meet with me when I called them for their current client leads. You know, I'd call them and say it's time for annual review and I leave a voice message and even if they don't book with me that year, I'm calling every year and doing the same thing. So I'm still in front of them. There's a pattern set. And when somebody thinks about life insurance, they call me. And so I had one, one client. She's actually due for me to call her this year. I hadn't even called her yet this week, but she called me. And we wrote her mom and her dad and her brother-in-law. And she just kept, and then pretty soon they're like, oh, I think my grandma needs coverage. Unfortunately, grandma's 
87. But um, they start thinking of other people to send my way because they've got family that only sells IULs. That's all they sell. It's all they do. So they're telling their family members, we can't cover you at this age. We can't cover you with these health issues. And so she's got, you know, family members that think they can't get coverage when, when we can. Um, so I was fired up for that. I had a current client review with a client that just had a baby. We put an IUL on their baby. Um, it was a no brainer when I showed them the numbers and um, referrals from clients. And, and when you get there on a referral, you know, just like, um, just like what Jeff said earlier, when you go to write a referral, she was already ready to buy. She's fired up. We could cover her. And then I said, who else should I call? And she gave me more referrals. And it was kind of, you know, the precedent had already been set. That's kind of how it worked. And so I didn't have to try too hard to get some more names and numbers from her, um, which I'm going to call on then the next week. So um, just play the whole game. Everything, everything you do compounds over the years. So everybody you're helping this week, that can keep moving forward with that relationship for years to come. Um, even if you don't necessarily close them this week, leave as a friend because you never know who's going to call you out of the blue. Um, so that's about all I had, man. I was fired up. By the way, out of these applications, uh, only one hasn't gotten approved yet. Wow. They're popping through fast. What, so uh, what company do you see popping through fast right now? CFG. <laughs> CFG? CFG? And, and you know what? <laughs> The, the, they'll decline it fast too, which I appreciate because I can run back out and do AIG. <laughs> like, just let me know. Let's not drag this thing on. <laughs> Make a decision. I love it. <laughs> Did you write that down? We have multiple carriers. We don't, we're not having to wait on one carrier. If one company is slow, we listen, we play them against each other and we will tell these companies we're selling CFG right now because you're slow. <laughs> That's why we're putting our business over there. And it makes the other companies go, oh, well, what well, we need to do to speed up. And just like that, you'll see Foresters and Mutual Omaha and all these other companies start to pick up their pace again. Uh, but this is one of the powers of having a Tuesday morning meeting is we can hear somebody saying, hey, listen, I wrote 13, all but one are approved. And CFG is what's doing it. So you pick up on that. Now, you know, this week, go write CFG. Uh, it, it, I mean, because usually the product is pretty comparable to what other companies. So if you got a choice and CFG is in that option, I would choose CFG for sure. Uh, dude, that's some serious dialing. And I, I, I know that new producers uh, come on board and they see something like that, like 435 dials. I just got 10 leads. How in the world can I make 435 dials? He didn't do that on 10 leads. <laughs> You're right. Adam's been here for a few years. He's accumulated uh, leads. He's accumulated referrals. And uh, it just all adds up. And, and before you know it, you can make that many dials. So, uh, man, what an example every week. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you so much. All right. And then there's number one, Michelle Alleman on the Alleman team. <laughs> I don't want to say her dials after going over Adam's because, I mean, Adam – Adam may get depressed on that. Uh, Michelle made 59 dials. Uh, she spoke to 15 people. She wrote, uh, booked 11 appointments, sat on seven, wrote 10 applications, 29 referrals. All 10 were live apps for $14,129. Michelle Alleman, everybody. Well, speaking of dials, uh, one of the things, my name is Michelle Alleman. My husband and I, Mike, have been in the business for 12 years. It'll be 12 years in August, and we are direct to UFITS. We're out of Houston, Texas. 
Uh, we're grateful to be on this team. We're excited every week um, to get out there and work. And, you know, I, I want you guys to know one of the things I'm intentionally doing is trying to work more effectively and efficiently. And so that way you see that my dials are not huge. Um, however, I want to kind of break it down for you today and tell you a, a few things. Um, you know, so number one, I'm really intentionally trying to be efficient with my time. I didn't always do 59 dials to write 14,000. So please don't think that as a brand new agent, that's something that you can do. It's really not, unless you have a huge book of business and you want to start working in that. Um, I did make 250, 300 dials a week for a lot of years. Hmm. Um, number two, I had, um, number two point, I had a call in last week off of a client of mine, his son, who needed insurance and ended up going to see him and getting him written up on CFG. Mm -hmm. And he was a smoker. He was 45 years old. He wanted a quarter of a million. And it was, you know, about 3000 annual premium. That one, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm going to plug CFG's e-apps. I did a CFG e-app, and they have the POS technology, point of sale technology that you can choose. And if you choose that, it'll give you an answer right there. And I'm seeing probably 95% of the time it'll, it'll give you that answer. So he was approved on the spot. Mm. And the next day, you know, by 8.15, I had an email from, from CFG saying it was issued. Um, so that was 3000 in my premium. Point number three, I had a couple of lapses that I went. So I get the letters, I read them, I get my email, I read them, and I call my clients at last. I'm not afraid to do that. Most of the time, if they're a customer before, they want the insurance. They, they just had a problem with paying it. And so go rewrite those people. Uh, number four point, I had a referral in a home. And I wrote her up right there. This was someone that was um, a lead I received. When I called them on Sunday, they were in the hospital. They said, I'm trying to get out of the hospital. I need to meet with you. Ended up not getting out of the hospital until like Wednesday. We had scheduled Monday, so we rescheduled for Wednesday or Thursday. Went to see him. Wrote him on Great Western, which is not turned in. It's not in my numbers because it's a next month kind of a thing. Mm. Um, so you can't turn those in yet. So, But his sister was sitting right there. And she needed insurance, too. So I wrote her up, too. I still need to go write up her 25-year-old daughter. I haven't done that yet. She has cerebral palsy, so we've got to make a few phone calls. Um, so do the referrals in the home and write them up right then if you can. That was one that I did turn in. That was 1100 of my business. Number five point, I had a few A1 leads. I talk about that. I talked about it last week. So I don't just write business on A leads. I had an A1 lead that told me four times on the phone last Tuesday that he had someone else coming over <laughs> on Friday at four. I said, perfect. I'm going to be there Friday at 530. <laughs> and um, I didn't know who was going over there. It didn't matter. All that mattered was I had a lead. I don't care what people tell me. Okay. 
I got there at five o'clock. I saw a truck, well, I saw a car in front of the house. I didn't, I drove on by the house. I waited till the car left. And apparently the agent had just left. Apparently the agent told him that he was an advisor. She was an advisor. Um, and didn't sell him anything. <laughs> Did not do anything. Ended up, I wrote two policies in that home <laughs> for over, what, let's see, two policies for about $240 a month in annual premium. That night, he was so happy I came. Um, the, the point is, don't let your, I mean, I hear agents every week here in this office let their clients let the client tell them these type of excuses and they accept them hmm. and i don't accept them that's the point is you got that, that little bit more it's that one degree more that you're not doing okay and then number six i worked one day and two evenings this week to get fourteen thousand. In premium and e-apps are the bomb if you can do them do as many e-apps as you possibly can um, and talk to your clients call them back when they call you and figure out what their issues are and get it worked out that's all I got today uh, she emphasized, I mean, I, I like that. One, two, three, four, five, six. I wrote down the points. Um, one day, two evenings. That's, that goes back to point one where she was efficient with her time. Um, I will say about, uh, about the e-apps, uh, a new agent writing their first, you know, first couple of weeks of business, we really encourage to write paper apps. Uh, and that's because when you do the e-app, it bypasses any scrubbing that we may do and goes directly to the carrier, which is great once you know what you're selling. Uh, but a lot of times we'll see a new agent maybe writing the wrong thing on that client and ends up setting up the client to get declined uh, or rated up. And we could have avoided that if we had written a different product. So a new agent writing e-apps makes me a little nervous because I don't, I want you to get paid and I want that client to get covered. Um, once you have a little bit of experience on your belt, maybe, you know, two, three, four weeks of production, I feel a lot better about you writing those e-apps. And, you know, somebody like Michelle, who's been around 12 years, oh, by all means, every app should be an e-app. You know what you're selling, right? Uh, if you can do that, I, I will throw that disclaimer out there. Um, but, uh, I mean, great points. And one of the things you hear about Michelle and, and you, you pick up on that, she made the sale on that referral right then. Like she got the referral right then, made the sale right then. And um, I've heard some people say, I'm just, I don't want to be a pushy salesperson. I don't think Michelle's pushy. I think she's intentional. And it's a very different thing there. I mean, think about that. If she had not been intentional about writing that client right then, and then tomorrow comes and that client dies, wouldn't Michelle feel awful? And wouldn't that family be unprotected? I guarantee you that family is not upset about Michelle being intentional and making that sale. Um, well done. Uh, congratulations to the top five. Again, give everybody a hand. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. 
If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.